Now, before we get going with the show today, I just want to start by talking about the devastation that's been caused by Cyclone Idai and what's been described as the worst weather-related disaster to hit the Southern Hemisphere. This is something quite close to our hearts here at Netball Nation, and we're going to play you a short advert about how you can help. This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Cyclone Idai has swept through Mozambique, Malawi and Zimbabwe, leaving behind a trail of destruction, killing hundreds of people and affecting millions. People need help now. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 7000 to give £5. Thank you so much to our Netball Nation family for listening and please do give whatever you can uh, to help families that have lost their homes and family members. This is so, so important to us. And welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. I'm Emma Louise Jones, your host. And as always, I'm joined by our very own Sarah Bayman. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. And Maggie Berkishaw. <laughs> How are we both? All right? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. We've picked a, a very good day to do the podcast because today it's, of course, been announced that Sky are going to stream the next two yes. Mondays uh, Finally. Netball games Welcome to YouTube. the 21st century, everyone. <laughs> yes. Well, let's, let's get an amen to that. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, this is really good. No, it's massive. And I think the fact that Sky are doing it on the main Sky sports youtube channel and it's live streamed is huge so if anyone else is as tight as me and can't afford a, a sky package <laughs> me. yeah then you get to watch it in real time and it's what we've been crying out for so i think the message now is for all those people who were like we want live streaming why is it not streamed you have to watch these two weeks because then it tells sky they yes there's a demand yes, for this demand. absolutely this is the start of the future so get involved now well the future's sure. been there for quite some time yeah. they're just catching up so about time yes Welcome to Netball Nation. Right, moving on to today's show, we've got loads to cover. We're going to be talking about the results from round 11 of the Vitality Super League and what a round it's been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got two games that were won by just one goal. Woo! One of the happier coaches being Sarah <laughs> and an unstoppable Loughborough side. We can't wait to talk about that. I'm sure you can't. Look at that smirk. Uh, now, we've also got a few questions from our lovely Netball Nation listeners, so I'm going to be putting both in the hot seat for those. Yeah. And we're also going to be announcing the winner of our first ever Netball Nation competition. Ooh. Can't wait for that. Now, first Firstly, round 11 of the Vitality Super League and what a weekend of games, ladies. Unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. It, it was truly amazing. We're gonna, we've got so much to talk about with this. Uh, Sarah, before we get chatting about another epic win for Lightning, I think we do need to mention that your celebrations after your win against what? <laughs> have earned you some uh, social media stardom. Yeah, I mean, I, I did put out on Twitter that I'm, I'm now a gift, so my work here is done. <laughs> I can retire from life. <laughs> and have you seen have you seen the gift mags? No, I've not seen oh, it. I'm going to look I sat for there. It. You need to see this on Twitter. I sat there and just watched it on repeat. And it's just basically you running up, running back, running up. Running. You're just having the time of your life, aren't you? Can we get our producer to put that on? Yes. Yes, Alex, I, please. Yeah, I, I think that the, the, also the funny thing about that is I like went over the advertising boardings to go and celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Then realised I'm a coach, so I've got no mates. So yeah. just kind of just kind of clapped myself and then that was it and it was sort of like oh yeah on your own tone 
Oh, I've got no Yeah, yeah, just just me, me, myself, and I. Oh. Well, honestly, just thank you for whoever made that because it, it made my week, and we'll get. Are you that thanking on. them, Sarah? Are you thanking uh, them? yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, you love it. Can, do you mind if we do put that on at my no, relation? No, no, spread the word far and wide. Right, we're gonna get that on our Twitter. <laughs> uh, now on to the game. I definitely think Loughborough are doing this on purpose now, so that we have to start with you, Sarah. I said yep. this like last week tonight. So it's all about Sarah now. What an amazing and game, Saturday. So. And yeah. Right so. uh, now we knew Seven Stars Away would be a huge test for you and they were just that uh, Loughborough managed to get the win by one in the dying seconds <sighs> yeah. again yeah um, but they really put you through it didn't yeah, they yeah they did and when you say they're doing this on purpose now I, I think they might be because we were like 11 up in the third quarter and you're thinking okay Game this over. is good push yeah. on Yeah. and then last quarter it was like we just stopped playing so with 30 seconds to go it was level seven stars had the ball and I'm <sighs> thinking this is like our season right here and I mean credit to the girls they turned it over they took it to goal and we won by one so it's one of those where you've just got to be like right we'll take the win and we'll we'll, we'll move on and after. learn from it yeah. but um yeah like credit to stars they they came hard but you must be so proud of your girls as well for keeping their head under so much pressure yeah for sure and we talked about it it's easier to be the chaser than the chased yeah. so to kind of dig in at that point when you've you've kind of blown a big lead and to dig in and go actually no we, we won't let you beat us um that's that's really pleasing so yeah, yeah. I mean, how hard is that? It, it's it's horrendously hard. I mean, like Sarah made the comment there herself about being eleven goals up, and most coaches would think, you know what? Let's just keep our centre passes. Anything else that comes our way is a gift. And I, I mean, I didn't see your uh, your finishing seven. What this, did anything change at all, Sarah? If you had to put your finger on what it was that just turned the game. Um, I, I I don't think like we we did make changes, but but I don't think there was I, th- I don't think that played a part to be honest. I think what what happened is we didn't play particularly well all game, and okay. we and we got away with it for a while, and then we got progressively worse, and stars just started to get on top okay. of us, and then we, we talk about momentum a lot in games, but like the the massive swinging momentum from us being fairly comfortable to them being sort of like panic Contended, stations yeah. was, and and I think that's that's the big thing. Like when a team's coming back at you like that, the tendency is to panic. And we did that for a while, and then to, to kind of regain a little bit of composure was was really good to see. Yeah, well, we talk about some of the games not being pretty, and you get over the line any which way you can, and yep. you did, so. Yeah. It was Congrats. gritty, Congrats. and it was good, and that's six wins on the trot now, so let's yes. give it a round Sarah and the rest of the <laughs> Lightning, well done. Uh, and that leaves you, Mavericks, Wasps, and Bath all on 24 points. Damn, that's close. Yeah, we've spoken about this before, but it really is a battle for top four, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and, and I think... Our goal difference is horrible, so we know we're going to have to get there on points alone. We're not mm. we're not going to make it on goal difference. So we've got Mavericks this week, which is going to be massive because we're going to get separated one way or another. <sighs> well, well, we'll chat about that shortly. We've also had a, we've had a really good question actually come in from Lucy Pollock on Twitter. Uh, she's asked about your thoughts on the bonus system in the ANZ Premiership and whether that could be introduced in the Vitality Netball Super League, especially since there have been so many tight games. So firstly... I just want you to explain how the bonus system works in the ANZ Premiership and secondly, whether it could be introduced over here. Is it played across both leagues or just in the Suncorp? No, it's they have different they have different systems in Australia and New Zealand. Mm. So the ANZ Premiership, which is New Zealand, their bonus system is if a team gets within five goals, so they lose but get within five goals, they still get a bonus point. So they get one point from that game. Right. Whereas here you lose, you can lose by forty, you can lose by it's, one, it's you, get, you get zero matter, points. Yeah. Um so I've, I was actually tweeting about this today. I really like that ANZ system because I think it rewards teams for getting close. And the, the people's sort of argument against it is it's no difference to separating teams on goal difference. I think the I difference. Think it's different. 
I think the difference it makes is that it's it's much more usable for f- fans to see. So say we beat Wasp by one, Wasp get a point. Now everyone can see that on the points table rather than getting the calculators out and working out goal difference yeah. of different teams. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like it. Um, Australia, in my opinion, have taken it too far because they give a point per quarter. So what? whoever wins a quarter of a game gets a point and then there's a points for, two for winning the game. So points everywhere. Yeah, yeah so yeah. You, could, you could lose three quarters, win one quarter by a massive amount, win the game and that other team still... Like, I, I just, I hate yeah. that. <laughs> so, well, do you think it is? Do you think it could get introduced over here at all? I think it's possible because what usually happens across the water eventually works its way across to England. Yeah. So maybe they look at the ANZ as opposed to what they're doing just in Australia. Who knows? The powers that be will probably be looking at it now. Well, there you go, Lucy. The ladies have answered your question and I hope that was suitable for you. Um, that was just a little digress there. We'll get back onto the, the main topic yeah. because, of course, as you said, Zara, uh, at home to Mavericks in round 12, massive battle. What have you got to do to prepare for that? Um, lots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Mavericks have been going well and, and we know that they're a strong team. I think... The good thing for us is when we lost to them in the first round of games, we we felt like we had missed opportunities against them and we didn't capitalise on on that. So it, it's doable for us, very much so. Um, and we know we'll have to play well, but we've got a home crowd, we've got our Mother's Day game, so it's sort of a big deal going on. Yeah, don't forget Mother's Day, people. Oh, it's going to be. A, it will be a beautiful day. That yeah. Things. So it's it's going to be a good day, and you know the girls love playing at home as well. So hopefully we'll we'll get one over on Mavs. Well, we'll be yeah, and we'll be talking about we'll be revisiting that next week. Um, but we've got another one uh, goal game in round eleven as well. Thunder took a big win, fifty forty nine oh, at home to Wasps. Call it, you certainly exactly did. Exactly, Mags, and in pocket. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to be in prison. You close? I have nothing on my back. You, you are on, and she's coming in a lovely suit today, aren't you? <laughs> the only oh, one she's you, got guys. <laughs> you want to lose? You'd be taking that off my back won't you, next week. <laughs> uh, now that win sees them go top with a three point advantage that's also three losses for wasps in a row two of them being by just one goal so in the grand scheme of things how big a win is that for thunder who've now done the double basically over the defending champions personally i think it's huge i mean it was a close call last week when sarah was talking about it we were both in an hour as to which way we should go and i personally thought that that wasp would, would regroup and would come out a little bit stronger than they did as it transpired, Thunder had more in the back, in their back pocket than what Wasps did. Yeah, I, I think it's it's massive because it gets Thunder three points clear of that pack, yeah. and it's it's nice to have that little tiny bit of breathing room. Um, I mean, it's a savage week for Wasps, isn't it? Like to to win to lose two go- two games yeah, by one, one goal in the same week, like that's brutal. So yeah, I mean, it's a tough week for them, but. That, like we said before, that they've got enough experienced players and people who've been there back. before that they'll, they'll be fine. Do you think maybe they're struggling when they're sort of going goal for goal in the final quarter? Do you think the pressure's getting to them? I don't think it's about pressure with them at, at all. I just think that the other teams that have come out and they've stepped up and they've just played better mm. when it's counted. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Because they were up at three-quarter time in that game as well by five. So I think it's interesting that they're sort of, they're not throwing leads away, but they're, they're allowing teams to come back at them in the, last, in the final quarter, which I don't think they have done previously. So it's probably something that they're trying to work out as well. But do you not think that maybe that other teams have done their homework, that they now have the measure or a better measure of Wasps because the, the gaps previously have been ridiculous. Yeah. And now we've got to the point where teams are actually stepping up and managing to finish games out and mm-hmm. taking quarters and games from them. Yeah, no, I think I think there is a part 
uh, partly that. Um, and then I think you look at Thunder's bench and I don't know how much of it they use, but you go, right, if we if we need to get five five goals back, who have we got on our bench? And they've actually got quality on yeah, the bench. It can, can go, that. right, go on, do this job for us, get us some ball mm. and, and they can do it. Well, they have got pulse at home in the next round. So do you think that's going to be a good opportunity for them to sort of steady the ship a little bit? Without being uncruel. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to sound bad yeah. saying that. But. Yeah. yeah. Although, no, you is. know what? <laughs> we talk about Pulse and not being able to string, you know, wins together. They're within five, you know, a couple of goals of these teams anyway. They've not been, for as much as the, the game on court hasn't been pretty, they've still been turning in some really good scores yeah. against teams. I, th- I, think, I think they will beat Pulse and it's an opportunity for them to regroup. But the, the thing with Pulse as well is they tend to play better against the better teams because they've got no expectation on them. Mm. So they could mm. actually go to Wasp and give them a good rattle. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Wasp will, they'll have done their homework. They'll have worked hard. They'll, they'll come, they'll be seething from yeah. losing those two it. games. So they'll, they'll come, I think they'll come out and start smashing some people up. Wow. Professional, not, not, not physically, not physically, not physically, no, not no. the technical term. No. <laughs> right, the no. other games in the round are so bad. I was going to say something bad, so I went for people. <laughs> I think I'd have preferred the other. Uh, the other games in the round are so bad, take an important win for them against Sirens, 51 47. Probably much closer than Bath would have liked, and we'd have perhaps have thought, especially with Sirens having no cat. Yeah, I mean, not quite as close as I wanted it. I was, wa- I was watching Twitter like, come on, Sirens. But, um, yeah, very close. And by all accounts, Sirens' attack end without Cat played extremely well. Beth and Goodwin's a huge talent for, for Scotland and for Sirens, and she's only about 19, 20. Wow, nice. So for her to go to Bath and play against the likes of Summer Hartman and Ebony Osara Brown and play really well is is a massive sort of bonus for Sirens that they've, they're seeing that from her this season um, when the chips are down for them. Yeah, good for her. That's really good, that. Uh, Bath also played their round four fixture against Stars, which had to be rescheduled, obviously, due to the weather. They took a big win, 53-43. Stars were only two goals down going into the final quarter, but Bath did what they've been doing all season and managed to pull away. Do you think that's going to give them confidence coming up against the top teams if they know they can dig in when it sort of matters? Absolutely. I mean, I've been really impressed with um, Drakeford Lewis and Kermaine uh, this season. I think that the link that those two have got and you know, the, the partnership that, they, that they've that um, has grown this season has been amazing. I mean, Kim Kermaine has absolutely left me mesmerised with some of the things that she can do. And that girl can move. <laughs> she can move. She gets Magsy's seal of approval. She does. Oh, I've been impressed with her. I really have. Wait till Mike sees on a dance floor. <laughs> can she? Can she? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a whole new can of worms. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> uh, well, Mavs were at home to Surrey Storm and it sounds like it was another great game. Storm started the better of the two teams, but Mavs clawed their way back to level pegging in the third quarter and then the momentum swung and they managed to pull away and take the win. Do you think Storm are going to be disappointed that they couldn't sort of capitalise on that strong start? I think Storm will because it... It sounded like they were pretty much in control in the first half and then, you know, Mavs started to come back and, and they couldn't hold on. Um, I think still missing Mickey Austin may, and maybe um, another player as well, but they will be disappointed because it's like a London derby and those two teams mm. always want to beat yeah. each other. So they'll be disappointed they couldn't hang on, but it's it was obviously a good performance from Storm. Do you think that Mavs sort of, uh, is it a strength of theirs that they, they're able to close games with a strong finish? I don't know if, if I don't even think it's that at all. I mean, they're a team with lots and lots of flair, and they do some amazing stuff. Their their centre court, um, when they get it right, a, a really difficult to stop. They've got the speed, they've got some quality national team players. But then when they get it wrong, they get it really wrong. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and make a lot of unforced errors. I think 
traditionally you'd say no mavs aren't renowned for closing games out because they kind of like start with a hiss and a roar and then fade away a little bit i think the fact that they are closing games out this season is what makes them contenders for that title because like previously you kind of you hang on in there for the first half and you wait for mavs to blow themselves out um whereas that's not happening this year so all of a sudden yeah all of a sudden you've got to go for 60 minutes and match them and and try and beat them over the hour uh, well, Storm take on Bath at home as well in the next round. Do you reckon that's a potential banana skin for Bath as Storm had a really strong performance and beat them comfortably in their thir- their round three fixture, albeit without sort of Serena and Ebony there? I mean, we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from, from your perspective yeah. as a, a coach? Sarah Sar- thinking. Um, I, I, think, I think it'll be a tough game for Bath, um, but Storm are a little bit the same as some other sides at the minute it depends which side turn up on the day it could be a fantastic performance like they put out against Mavericks it could be a bit of a shocker like it sounded like they had against Dragons and so you, you don't, know don't know what you're going to get I like this. I feel like we've had a lot of debate and deliberation already mm. on the podcast. Finally then, the Sky game on Monday between Dragons and Pulse. Lots of team changes made for both sides, but it seems that Dragons' changes in quarter three really helped them to push on and take control of the game. Good performance from them to take the win 62-51 and get their first home win of the season. Do you think Pulse are going to feel like it was a bit of an opportunity lost? Because they were right in it until quarter three. Well, I mean, I can look. The first quarter, a little bit disappointed, I think, with the Pulse girls. Um, Dragons just came out of those blocks like they were about to run 100 metres. And, you know, the, the linking of the ball through the court was was, was really good. Everybody was on defence. And Pulse seemed to be struggling. They didn't quite know what to do, where to put the ball. Um, lots of misfeeds, uh, connections broken. And I thought, oh, please don't let this be, you know, the theme for the game. Um, yeah, I think like Tiara, her, um, the Pulse coach said after the game, like last time Dragons, Dragons just beat them. They like they beat them convincingly, and, and she felt like on Monday, Pulse beat themselves a little bit. Um, and I mean, it was a pretty ugly game of netball, yeah. um, but massive for Dragons to get their first home win. And like we said before, you don't care how it comes, but um, yeah, Im- impressed, impressed with Dragons this season. I think they're they're really improving. Yeah, they have. Well, Sarah, I'm going to have to ask you to take that suit jacket off Mags's back because if you remember last week, uh, oh yeah, Sarah, I do. You called Dragons out as the winners. She did, Mags. You didn't. I did not. What is going on? Yeah, sack me. <laughs> right, let's move on then. We've been co- encouraging you all to tweet in any questions or discussion points from our lovely co-hosts here, and we've had a couple of really good questions come in. So, you pair, you're going in the hot seat, oh, right? Are you ready? In light of the news that Cat is now pregnant, huge congratulations! Well done, yeah, well way. Done. Is, is it weird? Is it weird that you say well done for getting pregnant? Like <laughs> I know. Yeah, is that an odd mm, thing to well say? Done, yeah. like, no, congratulations. let's not let's not delve too deep into yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, massive congratulations to her. Um, and in light of this announcement, we've had a question from Sally Mules on Twitter, who's asked whether Super League franchises can add to the squad or replace players if they're unable to complete the season due to injury or pregnancy. You know what? I saw this question on Twitter and I didn't know the answer. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I suppose I mean. So I went and researched it. Oh, oh, you got the research. Go on. Well, Is we- it like being like, you know, having a serious injury, like somebody that's got like a, an ACL that's going to keep them out of the game. There's no way that they're going to make it back by the end of the season. Can you just replace like you could for that? Yeah, but the wording in the rules is very murky. So basically you have to apply for permission okay. to do that. So if Sirens applied for permission to replace Cart, and said, you know, it's extenuating circumstances. She's pregnant, and they will, and they were granted permission. They could bring someone else in. Right? Do you think they will do that? 
I think the problem is there's no one to bring in. Right. Unless they decided to invest in one of their younger, you know, maybe yeah. from their under-21 yeah. squad or something like that, shooter to give them the experience. Because I'm, I'm not sure how many players Sirens have got in the squad, but they can have up to 15. So there might yeah. be someone sitting in that squad who's not making the match day 12 at the minute that they just bring up into that 12. I think if you look externally and bringing someone external in, the problem is because we're in the middle of a season, everyone's late. contracted. So you, you're really limited yeah. on options. Well, it'll be an interesting one to see what does happen yeah. if yeah. they do do anything. Thank you very much for your questions, Sally. Hope that answers that for you. We've also had a couple of questions from our friends of the show, Surrey Storm fans. So firstly, Sarah, one for you. All right. Uh, they noticed that Karen Atkinson was on the Loughborough Lightning bench when you beat Wasps in round no. 10. Is she now back <laughs> as part of the coaching team? Uh, she is intermittently. So Karen lives in Italy with her husband and, and children. Um, but she she con- wanted to continue being involved. So she comes over probably once a month um, to be in and around our environment and help with coaching. So some games she's at, some games she's not. Um, but because she's been in and around the Loughborough environment a lot over the last few years. The girls know her anyway, so it's not really an issue that she kind of comes in and out. What a contrasting life from Italy to Loughborough and back and forth. And <laughs> yeah. what, but saying that, what a bench. Yeah. What a bench yeah. of coaches. Yeah, it is incredible. And Mags, over to you as well, because you work closely with Karen during your time yeah. um, on the Loughborough coaching team. How valuable is it having someone with that extensive experience? She's There's nobody like Karen Atkinson. She's... She's amazing. You know, her attention to detail and her technical knowledge is phenomenal. And, this, you know, the small percentages that she can get out of the players that, that make the difference on match day. Um, I don't think I've ever worked with anybody else like her. Amazing. Well, she needs to listen to this podcast then. Oh, no, she does. Mass- oh, does she? <laughs> yeah, she does. Well, there you go, Karen. Yeah, you are yeah. well and truly yeah. loved. She'll be drinking a Prosecco listening. Having a great time. <laughs> At this time of day. <laughs> two children. It's past 9am. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Beth Kyle dropped us an email to tell us how she gets wound up by players using delay tactics in games. Uh, some examples include not letting the ball go, wrestling for the ball after a goal, or dropping the ball at an opponent's feet or out of their way. Uh, so Beth's asked whether you both think this is down to bravado or competitive. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say some examples and then give players. Miss Berman, Miss Berman, like this just got she, real. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's name and shame. You were rubbing your hands yeah. together, weren't you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sometimes players do it as a uh, a tactical thing, a tactical thing when they can see the clock's ticking down. You know, maybe they've only got twenty seconds to get the ball to go. If they can get it down there, it's an extra goal for them. Sometimes it's just a case that they do it because they can. Yeah, I think. I think generally you'd file it under game smarts um, and the more subtle you can be about either <laughs> delaying or speeding up the game mm. um, the better because you, you're basically trying to fool the umpires and I think what annoys me as a coach is when umpires stop the clock when there's you know 15 seconds of a quarter to go they'll stop the clock when if the ball goes out or if it goes to a centre pass if there's 10 minutes of a quarter to go you're not stopping just, the clock so it's like, like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make yeah. sense but be consistent. Be consistent. Yeah. yeah but I also do feel sorry for umpires because I think that the more professional this game's getting the more professionally people are bending the rules yeah. and the more clever they're being about it so um, it is tough for them. Well, Beth's followed that up by asking that she thinks it comes across as petty and is it and like sort of potentially damaging to female sport. Do you agree with that? Mm, no, because it doesn't it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. It really doesn't. And if you've got a good set of umpires on the sideline, they'll deal with that. You know, yeah. and, and that's the way I look at it. It's but, probably because it doesn't happen often that you notice it because you probably yeah get... yeah they're seeing it on television a little bit more now, I suppose. Yeah. But good umpires deal with it, and you know, and they get it out of the game. Yeah. 
And I, I don't think it's petty. I think sometimes people can can come across badly from doing it too obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the idea isn't that people watch the game and notice it. The idea is if you're doing it well, that people just go, oh, she's accidentally thrown the ball the wrong way. <laughs> You know, or, or, you know, out the door. I wonder why she bounced that ball back to the center instead of throwing it straight yeah, to yeah. her. Like, yeah. there's just, there's, there's kind of, yeah. I mean, no, I was going to give an example, but I'm Don't. not going to. I'm no. not going to. Step away from it. Step away from it. Some players are smarter in, than others. In. No, step away from it. Right, Beth, thank you very much for your, uh, for your question. And if you've got any questions at all that you'd like to ask, um, uh, Sarah or Mags, please do get in touch on all the socials at MyNetballNation or email us hello at MyNetballNation.com if there's anything, anything at all that you want clearing up or discussing within reason. Uh, Now, moving on to what we've all been waiting for, the winner of our competition with our fantastic partners, LRG Fitness. So just to refresh your memory on this one, a couple of episodes ago, we told you about our fantastic partnership with LRG Fitness, who are offering Netball Nation listeners tailored home workouts sent directly to your inbox for just £10 a month. That's a 50% discount just because you're a part of the Netball Nation family. That's the only reason why. And last week, we told you about how you could win a free subscription to their weekly workouts for a whole year. So, little reminder of the question we asked. It was... Who have the England Roses overtaken to move into second place in the International Netball Federation World Rankings? A, Jamaica and New Zealand. B, Jamaica and South Africa. Or C, New Zealand and South Africa. So, Mags and Sarah, you both thought this was a bit of a tough one. Do you know the answer? A. Oh, A, A. It is indeed A. (laughs) Well done. Now, we got a number of correct entries, so well done to all of you. And we've picked our winner at random. So I'm really pleased to announce that the winner of our first ever Netball Nation (laughs) competition to jump is Claire Edgar. Well done, Claire. Well done, Claire. We're going to get in touch with you about how you can get yourself started with all of your workouts. And do let us know how you're getting on as well. We want to know. We want feedback from you. Thanks again to LRG Fitness for your support and for offering such an amazing prize for one of our listeners. Uh, But right now, it's the time of the show that you're not such a big fan of. Oh, can I not play anymore? You're going to have to. Otherwise, it's not a competition, Mags. It's not a competition anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We've spoken spoken about a few of these games already. But I just want to make sure we can have some fun getting Mags into more Netball Nation debts, right? So, round 12 sees Dragons at home to Stars and Lightning at home to Mavericks on Saturday. (laughs) Thoughts ahead of those two? They are two games that are tough to call. I'm obviously going for Loughborough, um, but like I said before, it's a huge game because level points, someone's like, we're going to be separated one way or another come the end of Saturday. And Stars Dragons is a tough one as well because I feel like Stars are playing really well. I would feel like that um, because they nearly beat us. Um, But also Dragons with the win on Monday, I think that boosts them as well. So I think I will go Stars on that one. You're going Stars on that one? Um I have to agree. So you, uh, you both, so you're yeah, going to both, stars. Yeah. both be up or down. Uh, and are you going for Lightning as well? Always. Absolutely, Mags. I Always, just, apart from that, that one week, time. I know, yeah, that I have one to check. when I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought, no, I can't, I can't <laughs> risk that again. <laughs> Look what happens. Right then, we've also got a game on Sunday, which is, of course, Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day in advance to all the lovely mums out there. Give them an extra squeeze on Sunday. Uh, we'll see Wasps v Pulse. Do you think Pulse are going to sort of take the confidence in, in Wasps' defeat? I, th- I think Pulse, if, like, We'll just go out there with nothing, nothing to lose. Mm. Could could end up playing quite well in this game. Um, but Wasps have got too much. Like Even if Pulls play well, Wasps would, Wasps would beat them. You both said that I think earlier Re- on. Yeah, and I think but... 
without being rude, the reputation of wasps just wouldn't stand it if mm. if pulls came and turned them over. So definitely wasps. You're both going wasps for that one. Yeah. Uh, we've got two games on Monday, Sirens v Thunder, and that's the Sky Sports game, of course, that we mentioned on earlier. On YouTube. Yeah, so mm. get on YouTube and get watching it live. Who are we going for then, Sirens or Thunder? Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. Both agreed on that. You've been far too nice to each I other. Uh, <laughs> and also we've got Surrey Storm v Bath. Big game in terms of top close. four. Close, mm. close, close, close. But I'm still going to say Bath. Bath? I mean, who I want to win or who I oh. think I'm going to win. Um, Give I, us both. Give us both. Yeah, From yeah. a coaching perspective and what you think is going to happen. I think, no, I think Bath will win. Um, I obviously would like Storm to win so that we could, you know, potentially go ahead of Bath on points. But I think Bath will have too much for Storm. Okay, well, there we have it. All of your votes are in. Yeah. Have you got anything you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Um, no, I don't think I, I don't think so. Anything no, at all? Week? No, not this week. Oh. And you, you haven't yeah. said. I know. You've got nothing to say. Unheard of. Are you sure? <laughs> Unheard no. of. Right, in that case then. This is, thanks for having us. Right? <laughs> this has been the Netball Nation podcast. I'm just not used to this. So, so so weird. We will bring something next week. Yeah, we've we've got another five minutes. A, a recipe or something. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to the Netball Nation podcast. Uh, to listen to our uh, podcast, head over to mynetballnation.com. Follow us on all of the social platforms at mynetballnation. As I say, any questions or anything at all, you can tweet, message, email at mynetballnation. Uh, but have a good week and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. This is Netball Nation.